Good morning, Trinity Lutheran Church. Welcome to church. Good morning. It's the seventh Sunday of Easter. It's the seventh Sunday. It's been a good long Easter season. So glad you're here today. Um, I'd like to begin uh, after Sheila's uh, prelude on the path to love. Um, another song really about love. It's called I Am um, by Hant Hansen. And uh, in the midst of whatever trials or troubles, and there are many, um, who, who am I? Uh, this is God's answer. Welcome to Trinity. I am a light for the burning, and I am a dream for the yearning. I am a tear for the hurting, and a gift to give away. I am a light for the living, and I am a hand for the holding. I am a voice for the singing and a song to fill the day. In every dreamer's wish and every drop of rain that falls, you will find me in every lover's touch and every broken heart. You will find me in every sinner's prayer, in troubled times and deep despair. Everywhere you need a friend, I am. 
Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the kickoff of summer. <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. Welcome to all those who are visiting with us and worshiping with us online as well. I know we have other visitors here this morning. We're honored by your presence. So thankful uh, that you have joined us for worship. And you see that we've been preparing you for to uh, be here this morning. The table is set, and we'll be sharing Holy Communion together. The rails are in. We're going to have an opportunity to kneel uh, this morning as we receive Holy Communion. The choir is up front, and they're going to sing for us. And we've already been blessed by such beautiful music. So thank you for being here. Uh, the order of service is... Uh, printed on your bulletin, but everything will be projected for you as well. So if it's comfortable for you, I would invite you to stand. Gathered in God's house, we worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We lift our voices in song, our gathering hymn, O Beautiful for Spacious Skies.
continue with the litany for Memorial Day. We give thanks to God for America the beautiful. We give thanks to God for patriots. We give thanks to God and for those who have sacrificed their lives. May we be faithful citizens. God and country. We do not worship our homeland. There is only one that is worthy of our worship. Take care that you do not forget. Our hymn of praise, the right hand of God. Gracious and loving God, you knit us together in our mother's womb. Our bodies took shape in the imagination of your mind. Our days are lived in your gentle embrace, and our future is yours. We are intimately connected to you, and we offer you our thanks and praise as we worship in this place, and as we will soon depart to live our lives for you. We pray in the name that is above all other names. 
Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Please be seated. Pastor Eric's going to come forward and read our lesson for us. Uh, listen very carefully because we're going to spend a lot of time with this lesson this morning. The lesson is from Deuteronomy, the eighth chapter. Take care that you do not forget the Lord your God by failing to keep his commandments, his ordinances, and his statutes that I am commanding you today. When you have eaten your fill and have built fine houses and live in them, and when your herds and flocks have multiplied and your silver and gold is multiplied and all that you have is multiplied, then do not exalt yourself, forgetting the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, who led you through the great and terrible wilderness, an arid wasteland with poisonous snakes and scorpions. He made water flow for you from flint rock. He fed you in the wilderness with manna that your ancestors did not know, to humble you and to test you, and in the end to do you good. Do not say to yourself, my power and the might of my own hand have gotten me this wealth. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth. The word of the Lord. and Sheila's on piano. Um, uh, the words will be on the wall for you to follow along. Uh, wonderful ideas and uh, themes that fit with our day. Yeah. 
So wonderful to have the choir back singing. I know you enjoy being together too and singing. So thank you, thank you so much uh, for sharing that piece with us. the The sermon title this morning is "The Danger of Disconnection." Memorial Day is about remembering, remembering those who gave their lives for the causes of freedom. Remembering those who gave up their security and safety that we might have security and safety ourselves. I officiated a graveside service at our columbarium earlier this week. 
Elsa Mills uh, joined her husband Don in our columbarium. Their names chiseled in granite, gone but not forgotten. Our columbarium is our church graveyard. It is a holy place. It is holy ground for us where we remember the stories and the faith of those who shared the journey with us. And every name on the walls in our columbarium, every name precious. I officiated at a memorial service this weekend as well. Memorial. Memory. Remembering the way one lived and loved. Remembering that we are dust and to dust we shall return. Repeat after me, if you will. Ready? Remember not to forget. forget. Don't forget to remember. remember. Remember to remember. Remember Got it? All right, good. In a speech uh, to the British House of Commons in 1948, Winston Churchill said, those that fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. It was not an original thought to Churchill, but it was a good reminder. Mark Twain said history doesn't necessarily repeat itself, but it does rhyme. Memorial Day, remembering. Are you ready? Remember not to forget. Don't forget to remember. Remember to remember. The Jewish people, for much of their history, were nomadic people. They were always moving. They were packing up their tents and leading their flocks to still waters and green pastures. Their home was under the stars at night, a different location every night. And wandering in the desert, they had no land, they had no temple, they had no buildings or monuments. But what did they have? They had a shared story. And the shared story helped to define them. They found their identity. They found their identity not in a place, but in recalling the many ways that God had blessed them, called them, and cared for them. The many ways that God had been present with and blessed previous generations. They were God's chosen people, and they were connected. They were connected to God. They were connected to their ancestors, and they were connected to each other by story. Story and traditions that helped to tell the story. Now, the Jewish people were somewhat obsessed with remembering. The Old Testament, as you just heard Pastor Eric read, was filled with admonitions, one after another, reminding the children of Israel to remember. Take care that you do not forget. The Seder meal and most of their religious traditions were simply vehicles for remembering. Why on this night do we eat unleavened bread? Why lamb? Why bitter herbs? 
tell the story of the Passover again. The stories that connected them started with God. The identity of God was revealed in story. Remember, I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of slavery in Egypt. Don't forget my identity. Now, by the time Jesus came along, he understood humanity very well. He understood our propensity to forget. And so he set aside the most common elements, bread and wine and water. He set them aside. They are vehicles for remembering. Taste the bread. Drink the wine. Feel the water. Don't forget. Don't forget your sins are forgiven. Don't forget that you are loved by God. Don't forget that someone died for you. The elders of Israel were obsessed with remembering. Take care. Take care that you do not forget. Those who fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Why is remembering so important? It is a matter of identity. If one forgets who they are, then they are easily led astray. It's a matter of identity, but it's also a matter of connection. If one loses connection, then one is lost. If we lose our connection to God, who is our source of life, we will be given over to despair. And if we lose our connection to each other, then our society is doomed and abundant life will be lost. If we cease to remember, then we are left twisting in the wind. We are isolated. We are alone. We are lacking hope and perspective. Take care that you do not forget. Do not forget the sacrifice of the patriots. Do not forget the wisdom of previous generations. Do not forget the blessings that came to you without your effort or merit. Reflecting on our text now, um, listen to these words. When you have eaten your fill and have built your fine houses and live in them, and when your herds and flocks have multiplied and your silver and gold is multiplied, do not exalt yourself. Forgetting the Lord your God. Am I indebted to others? Listen, I've spent my entire life eating from fruit trees that I did not plant. I have driven on roads that I did not build. I was educated in schools named after presidents, educated by teachers who were trained before I was born. I have never had to spill my blood or suffer hardship for the causes of freedom. I grew up in the farm fields of Illinois, but I have never personally planted or harvested anything. Truth be told, there's not a single thing that I have or that I've achieved in my life that was not dependent upon the labor 
the wisdom and the sacrifice of others. You would not have found me on the Oregon Trail, I guarantee you. I would have stayed in St. Louis. On my own, I would have been dead a long time ago, you see. My life and my quality of life are intimately connected to others. Yeah, there is no such thing as a self-made man or self-made woman. That is an arrogant thought. Remember not to forget. Don't forget to remember. Remember to remember. We live in a time that is unique in human history. It is a day of instant connectivity when we can talk or FaceTime or Zoom with people all across the globe. Our phones are always with us. Our children and our grandchildren, they text us. You don't have to wait for high school reunions, not anymore. You can catch up with your classmates on Facebook. It allows you to keep up also with your 1,000 friends, most of whom you never see in person. In fact, many of those friends you don't even know. However, you do know what they had for dinner, and you do go with them on exotic vacations. Instant connectivity, that's what we have, and yet the human family seems to be more disconnected than ever before. How many times people have told me, I, if it wasn't for church on Sunday, I would never get a hug all week long. I don't have that type of interaction that I have on Sunday morning any other place in my life. We are disconnected, you see. We're becoming disconnected in our society. Now, it was happening. It's been happening for some time. But the COVID-19 virus accelerated the problem. Mask, social distancing, staying at home, fist pumps in place of hugs. Those have provided us some safety but while adding another layer to our isolation. There's a danger in disconnection. We lose our identity. We forget that we are children of God. We forget that we are related to each other. We forget that we're meant to be in this together. There's a danger in disconnecting, disconnection. And now we have a pandemic to deal with. A pandemic of loneliness. A pandemic of despair. A pandemic of hopelessness. A pandemic of depression. Now the strain of disconnection runs through all segments of our population, but it seems that the young and the old have been the most vulnerable. Disconnection is a much greater threat to us now than COVID. There's a danger in disconnection. That is why the children of Israel were implored over and over again to remember, take care that you do not forget. Do not forget your God. Do not forget each other. This is about identity. If we lose our identity, then we're going to lose our way. There's a danger in disconnection. And we have been disconnected from so many things. We've been disconnected from the soil, from the earth, from planting and harvesting. 
We are disconnected from our environment as we have forgotten that all of creation was entrusted to our care. Entrusted to our care, not our conquest. There's a danger in disconnection. We have been disconnected from our country, forgetting the sacrifices of those who have gone before us, losing track of the debt we owe to those who paved the way for us, those whose blood was shed in the revolution, on home soil, on the battlefields of Europe, or in the Pacific theater. There's a danger in disconnection, and we have been disconnected from history, forgetting that our ancestors came to America as what? As immigrants. And disconnected from that truth, we lose our compassion for immigrants who are seeking a better life. We have been disconnected from our communities. Protests have taken the place of parades in our cities. We focus on our differences, blinded, by our shared humanity. There's a danger in disconnection. And we saw it very clearly on January 6th on the steps of the Capitol. And we saw it in the horrific shootings that plague our nation this week in Texas. Disconnection, vulnerable people who are disconnected from society are very dangerous. The Ukrainian-American poet Ilya Kaminsky wrote these words. At the trial of God, we will ask, why did you allow this? And the answer will be an echo. Why did you allow this? We are sowing the seeds of disconnecting, disconnection. And it is a most bitter harvest that comes to us. Long before the pandemic, the American people were disconnecting. Disconnecting from service clubs like Road Erie and Kiwanis. And vast numbers have disconnected from the church as well. And the pandemic has accelerated that exodus our children and grandchildren will no longer tolerate a church that does not welcome their gay and lesbian friends. Hypocrisy will not be tolerated. Hatred and exclusion drive the next generation away, and the church cannot align itself with political parties. Jesus was a Jew, not a Republican, not a Democrat. There is a danger in disconnection and the truth be told, the church has often disconnected itself from Jesus. The church disconnected from Jesus becomes what? A social club, a country club, or a political action committee. And there's nothing wrong, folks, with any of those, but that's not the church of Jesus. Connection and identity. 
I am the Lord your God. Remember who I am. I gave you life in your mother's womb. It's all a gift to you. I brought you out of slavery in Egypt. I wish you no harm. I love you. I journey with you. I feel your pain. I dry your tears. So, so take care that you don't forget. We are connected, creator and creature. You are a part of me, and in death you're going to return to me. But don't be afraid, and don't forget. Remember, memory. Memorial Day. There is a danger in disconnection. Those who fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Remember. So I might ask you, what would it look like? What would it look like if we could truly comprehend the day that we're going to observe tomorrow? If we truly take time to comprehend the day that we're going to observe tomorrow or the meal that we're going to share in a few minutes. Perhaps that intimate connection, perhaps the magnitude of the sacrifice that was made on our behalf would bring us to our knees. A film clip.
Someone died. Someone died that I might live. Someone sacrificed for me. That truth ought to bring us to our knees. That truth inspires me. I, I cannot earn this. None of us can earn it. But we can live in full awareness of our indebtedness. We can recognize the intimate connection that we have with those who have sacrificed on our behalf. You see, there's a danger in disconnection. We are connected to the past. We are connected to creation. We are responsible to the next generation and to our neighbor. We are connected. Water, wine, bread, vehicles for remembering. Nourishment for a difficult journey. Do this in remembrance of me. Water, wine, bread, silent stones, and the red, white, and blue. We don't worship bread or wine. We don't worship our flag or our country, but they are vehicles for remembering. They remind us of our identity, and they reveal God's identity to us. Our connectedness, the chiseled granite headstones, the monuments, the common elements of our faith. They tell a story. They tell a story that could so easily be forgotten. My friends, there is a danger of disconnection. It is real. So let us never forget. Let us keep the stories of God's grace alive. Let us live our lives in response to the grace that we have been given. Earn this? Not possible. Pay it back or pay it forward? We can try. But at the very least, may we better see that we are connected to each other. We are one body. Amen. We're going to sing with our musicians here. We are many parts. Do you want people up, Carl, or staying down? Oh, um, that's a, that's a lot of things. Okay, we're going to stand up. begins with a refrain, and the refrain is the majority of the song, so join us as you are comfortable. We are many parts, we are all one body, and the gifts we have, we are given to We share one our hope in despair, one the cross that we bear. God of all, we look to you, we would be your servants true. Let us be your love to all. 
God in prayer. Pastor Eric's going to lead us. Each petition will end God of our future and our response. Hear our prayer. God of our future. With confidence in God's grace and healing, we pray for the church, the world, and all those in need. <clears throat> healing God, we call on you, giving thanks for your ever-present acts of grace and healing in our lives. May we be aware and awake to see and welcome in these miracles of love. Breathe peace like a gentle breeze into our lives Dispel the dust of unease and fear that keeps us bound. God of our future, we remember those, O oh God, who have lost their lives in the military. We give thanks for their service to this country and their family's sacrifice. As we remember, may we honor that sacrifice by committing always to strive toward a more perfect union where everyone has a place at the table. God of our future, God of our tears, we raise up Eliana, Xavier, Eva, and other 18 souls in Texas who died in the recent school shooting. We grieve with the families and raise our prayers and shake our fists in frustration that the cycle of violence, especially in communities of color, seems to be unending in our country. Let us use our God-given gifts of compassion, common sense, and creativity as we agitate to craft real responses that change the paradigm and reduce these tragedies in our time. We surround the victims, and yes, even the gunmen, with your love as we strive again for justice and joy. God of our future, we are many parts, but all one body. 
Just and merciful God, heal us all from the need for power over others. Give us the servant heart of Jesus, not to seek gain or advantage for ourselves, but to lift up and heal your people. Guide leaders near and far to recognize the sacred worth of, our, of your children and always seek not to destroy, but to nurture with tender care. God of our future. Bless those who care for those in need, parents, guardians, children, adults, all whose lives are dedicated to loving service. And bless us with tears to shed for those who suffer, those who are ill and those who are grieving at this time. We join in grief with the family of Teresa and Lanny Shelley at the tragic death of their son, Jordan, this past week. May they find peace in the promise of your constant love. God of our future, trusting in your mercy and grace, we bring these prayers to you, O God. In Jesus' name, amen. Peace and Lord be with you. Please share a sign of peace and greeting with one another. Thank you uh, for sharing that greeting of peace. After the service, come on over in the gym for a time of coffee and cookies and fellowship together. Um, important to make those connections on a Sunday morning. Uh, Joanne Perry turns 91 today. Uh, Sandy Moore's having a birthday up in Coopville. And Luke Garndarius off at Stanford is having a birthday today. And they all watch online. So happy birthday to all of you. Happy birthday to you. Uh, summer schedule begins next week, has no bearing on your life here at 8 o'clock, but uh, we'll go to 8 and 10 o'clock starting uh, next uh, Sunday morning. We also have a new members class coming up, two classes actually, uh, July 11th and July, uh, or, I'm sorry, June 11th and June 19th. Uh, Robin's got information for, uh, on that at their greeting table out in the hall, so if you'd like to take a look at that. Um, we'd encourage you, next week is Pentecost. Uh, this is the seventh Sunday in Easter today, and it goes to Pentecost next week. The color for Pentecost is red, so pull it out. If you have anything red, I see a few of you got the memo early. The Cochran's, <laughs> the Cochran's and Julie got the memo early. But, um, but do, uh, um, if you have anything red, don't let that keep you from coming to church. But if you have some red, uh, bring that out. Um, Lana, our 
volunteer coordinator. Come on up. What do you have for us, Lana? Yes, I am here to sign you up today. So I have a clipboard. I'm going to be right inside the, the gym door, and I'd love to talk to some of you. You've done a really good job the last mm, three, four weeks of putting your names down for things. But I know that there are a few of you that weren't quite sure, so I'll be there to answer questions and to get you on my list. Thank you. All right, thank you, Lance. We want to be on your list, or we don't. I'm not sure, but no. uh, a word about communion today uh, before I turn it over to Deacon Amy here. A word about communion. Uh, communion is going to be at the rail, as you see. So it's kind of, as you come down the center aisle, it's follow the leader, follow the person in front of you. They're going to fill from the outside into the middle. Go ahead and kneel. You'll receive the host, the body of Christ. Uh, go ahead and, and hold on to that for a moment. And then uh, there'll be two chalices, one with wine, one with grape juice. You intinct into the chalice of your choice. Then remain just kneeling. Uh, you'll be uh, dismissed uh, by entire table, so your table will be dismissed. And then you follow the leader back uh, out the other side, as you usually would, back to your rows. But most importantly, know that you're welcome, always welcome, always here. It's not a Lutheran table. It's the Lord's table. We just work here. So uh, please know that you're welcome uh, to receive. Deacon Amy? Good morning. So the weather doesn't necessarily look like it, but it is the end of the school year. I remember those days at the end of the year sitting in the school, and it was all sunny and hot, and it was just so anxious to get outside, and it's just not the same this year. But we have approached the end of the school year. So this morning is our final Sunday school class for the year. We meet in the gym between services. Um, our high school youth group is taking a break for the season. Uh, confirmation class has our last meeting next Sunday the 5th. And our middle school youth group is taking a break this week, but we will be back next week on Wednesday. So kind of wrapping up the school year as well, our pre-K, our kindergarten, our preschool students are having their graduation ceremony this Wednesday evening, um, a great time for families to come out and celebrate. And uh, vacation Bible schools coming up this summer, there's a sign-up um, or, or volunteer sign-up sheets in the gym if you would like to help for a day or part of the week or all of the week. I would love to have you on the team. It really is a fantastic week and we have a wonderful time. So, end of the school year also means high school graduation. So we're celebrating our high school grads, and this morning I know Natalie Minetti is here at the 8 o'clock. She had to come at 8 because she's working after this. Um, we will recognize the rest of our high school grads at the 10.30 service this morning, but I want to call Natalie up front. Will you come stand up here? intimidating they're very nice people here <laughs> so Natalie we just want to tell you how much we love you and we are so proud of you and it's been so amazing Natalie's been here for several years and then moved away for a year but came back for her senior year to finish high school at South Woodby and we are third time back. it's your third time back <laughs> just can't leave this community and we are so so proud of you and so glad that you're here for your graduation so tell us, what are your plans for next year, Natalie? Um, I'm going to be going to Western next year. Right. <laughs> and do you, do you have a goal, what you're studying? Um, as of right now, I am interested in journalism. 
And then I'll be also continuing with the band program at Western and yeah. Excellent, very cool. What instrument do you play, remind us? Alto saxophone. Very cool, very cool. Well, Natalie, so our tradition is to give you a quilt. Our lovely quilt ladies have made these beautiful quilts, and you can choose which one you like. There's looks like a, Diz, or a, a Looney Tunes theme. Bugs Bunny! <laughs> All right. So this is for you, and there's a lovely um, a prayer on you on here, and you can just put that on your bed when you get to your dorm at Western, and always remember these non-intimidating people here and how much <laughs> how much they love you and, and how special you are and how important you are to us. So I want to conclude our time here with a prayer. So if you could all lift, lift your hands in a blessing to Natalie. Oh God, you have called your servants to ventures which we cannot see the ending by paths unyet untrodden through perils unknown. Give us faith to go out with good courage, not knowing where we go but only that your hand is leading us and your love supporting us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Natalie. Thank Congratulations. You. <laughs> and I'm trusting, I haven't seen it in with my real eyes, but I'm trusting that Robin put a schedule for summer music out on the table out there, so you can go sign up uh, to come and uh, you know grab your zither and come and play for us, um, or whatever it is that you play or sing or dance. So uh, sign up out there or let me know what uh, how we can help you. As we transition to the table, if it's comfortable, I'd invite you to stand. We are one body. We are one body in the human family. We find our unity this day with Christians across denominations across the world that will gather in places like this or in homes, at tables like this or even simpler tables. They will come where your parents and grandparents came and here we'll find our unity in the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. As we do so, remember then a Thursday night in an upper room in Jerusalem. It was a Holy Week. It was the night in which he was betrayed. Our Lord Jesus took the bread and gave thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And again, after supper, he took the cup and gave thanks. He gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people, for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. As often as we eat of this bread and drink of this cup, Jesus Christ has promised to be present with us. Let us pray now as he taught us the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, gifts of God for the people of God. All are welcome. Please come.
On the night before he died, Lord Jesus took some friends aside. Then he told them he would have to go away. As they sat around the table, ready, willing, strong, and able, Jesus broke the bread and then was heard to Take and be fed in peace. 
I would invite you to stand. Now may the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you now and always in God's grace. Amen. Fed and forgiven, connected to one each other and connected to God. Go out those doors, make a difference in the world, make a difference where God puts you this week. And as you go, may God bless you and keep you. May God's face shine on you and be gracious to you. May God look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Or sending him a beautiful hymn that reminds us of our connectedness with all the nations of the world. This is my song.